Yeah. What's good, folks? Thanks for tuning in on the Daily Podcast. I'm your host from the West Coast, Mike Stone. And today's topic is, who is the GOAT of the NBA? Every time I hear the word GOAT, I only hear two names being mentioned. And you hear it everywhere you go. I can go walk in a barbershop right now and have this discussion and I already know the first two names will be mentioned before anybody. I can go do the same on a blacktop before I hoop. I can already hear people in their mind what two names they go bring up first. I can overhear two people talking sports and bring up the discussion while standing in line about to pay for my groceries. I can be chopping it up with one of my partners at work about sports and somehow that discussion always come up. And there's always a couple of other co-workers coming in the conversation. They always got to bring up those two names. And I'm going to tell y'all what two names are always here. Even on Sports Center and every sports channel possible, every anchor, every reporter, every journalist, they will always say the first two names. You know what those two names are, people? LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Those are the only two names you hear. The only two. I can name a few people from the top of my head that played in the NBA that can have that same label, the GOAT. And I know people are going to tell me I'm a clown. I don't know what I'm talking about. There's some people out there that's going to agree with me too. I'm telling you, this is one thing I love doing is talking about basketball, especially when it comes to this discussion. This is what makes it fun because this argument would never get solved. It would never get solved. So everybody that's about to tune in or everybody that's already tuned in, get up, go pour you something, sit with me as we have this discussion. Any comments you want to make, be, be free to message me, but do me a favor, follow me on Spotify, hit that follow button, and also download that Anchor app. Let's get into this discussion, guys. Salute. Before we get started, salute, everyone. All right. Everybody always say LeBron James or Michael Jordan is the GOAT of the NBA. I don't agree with that. I don't think there's a such thing as the GOAT. I can name a few players from the top of my head, a part of this argument, who can have that same label as the GOAT. And I'm sure they do have that label in other people's minds in other states. And probably in the same state that I live in, they may think the same. One player that comes to mind, I'll say Kobe Bryant. A kid that came out of high school and went straight to the NBA, got drafted to the Charlotte Hornets. Jerry West made this unbelievable trade and sending Vlade Divac there and bringing Kobe here. It was probably the greatest move Los Angeles has seen since drafting Magic Johnson number one. Kobe Bryant was probably one of the hardworking kids that's ever came into this league. He could have partied. He could have hung out with a bunch of groupies, did whatever, but that wasn't Kobe. Kobe's mindset at that age was being better than everybody in the league. While everybody was out partying, he was in the gym working. Kobe Bryant's work ethic and mindset was second to none. His whole mind frame was, I want to be better than you. Not only better than Michael Jordan, but better than everybody that went against him. It was a rough ride in the beginning, but once he figured it out, Kobe Bryant was a monster. Kobe Bryant was ready for liftoff. 
Kobe Bryant was probably the most fierce player at his age that I've ever seen in the NBA. And I've witnessed almost five decades of basketball, and I've never seen a guy like Kobe Bryant come in the league, especially out of high school. Kobe Bryant had everything. He probably had the best footwork of any two-guard to ever play in the NBA. Kobe Bryant was a natural scorer, natural killer. This guy scored the second most points in NBA history, 81 points. 81. This is the same guy who scored 62 points in the third quarter, and the Dallas Mavericks scored 61. This guy outscored the whole team by himself. Kobe Bryant was a killer out there. And he could defend too. I don't really, I can't really label anybody a superstar if they don't play both sides. And Kobe Bryant played both sides. And I cannot believe he only won one MVP award in his whole career. (laughs) That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I know they tried to use the case in Colorado as an excuse on making him become the villain. The thing I love from Kobe mindset in that situation, he accepted the role in being the villain. He went from being the villain to getting MVP chance on the road. Kobe Bryant is so popular nowadays. He's that same guy. When you ball up a piece of paper and get ready to shoot in the trash, the first name you say is Kobe. Kobe. And you throw it in the trash. Kobe Bryant was special. And the NBA missed Kobe Bryant. And I know it's been a few years since he retired, but we all miss seeing that purple 24 or that gold 24. And as a Laker fan, I do. But I can consider him one of the ghosts too. But like I said, one of them, not the goat, but one of the goats. I can name another player, former Laker, Will Chamberlain. To this day, everybody trying to find excuses on his accomplishments. This is a big man that was fierce, dominant. And everybody tries to take that away from him because the first thing they say, he didn't play nobody. He didn't play nobody. I'm tired of hearing that. Will Chamberlain was a monster. You understand me? A monster. And people to this day don't understand. This guy scored 100 points in one game. One game. Some people don't score 100 points in one season. This guy did it in one game. And the first thing they said, oh, he didn't play nobody. Like, that's his fault. He didn't play nobody. It's not his fault they couldn't guard him. It's not his fault he was the only true seven-footer that could ball. Why is everybody trying to take that from him? This guy had 55 rebounds in one game. And the first thing everybody said, oh, who did he go against? Somebody 4'11"? <laughs> Come on, man. You can't take that away from Wilt. Wilt was a beast. And it's time for people to understand that. And I'm sure they do. Wilt Chamberlain was a monster. People said he never passed the ball. What did he do at center? He led the league in assists. Another accomplishment no one talks about. No one talks about it. This guy never fouled out of an NBA game in his whole career. Never fouled out. Win one season when he played every minute. You couldn't stop Will Chamberlain. He's the only player in NBA history to score over 4,000 points in one season. 4,000. 
You know how many buckets that is? People always ask me, oh, do you think Will Chamberlain would have been great in today's era? You damn right he would have been great in today's era. With today's conditioning, there's not one center in the NBA would have guarded Will Chamberlain. That's in today's era, the 2000 era, the 90 era, the 80 era. Will Chamberlain would have dominated every era at that position. There would have been some centers, you know, in between would have gave him some problems. But I guarantee you he would have held his own. Will Chamberlain was just a dominant player that people to this day don't give credit for. They always use the, the talent and his, and his generation as an excuse. Will Chamberlain played against great players in the 60s. Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Bob Lanier, Wes Unsell. He played against some good players. Bill Russell. You can't take that away from Will. Will was dominant. Another player, another Laker I want to talk about, former Laker. All these Lakers being mentioned. Magic Johnson. 6'9 point guard coming in the league. 19 years old. Just fresh coming off an NCAA championship. Upsetting one player by the name of Larry Bird. Upset the number one ranked undefeated team for the national championship. He came to number one pick overall by the Los Angeles Lakers over a coin toss between the Lakers and Chicago. Came and changed the game, changed the position, changed everything in the NBA. And had a smile that light up every camera in the room. As Brett Musburger said, he had a smile from here to Bangor, Maine. Magic Johnson was unbelievable. And uh, everybody that's listening know that. Magic Johnson was a different type of animal especially at the point guard position because not too many people seen a 6'9 point guard that can do what he did. Magic Johnson won his first NBA championship at 19 without Kareem. Magic Johnson put up 42 points, pulled down 15 rebounds and dished out seven assists against a great Philadelphia Sixer team who featured Julius Irving, Daryl Dawkins, Caldwell Jones, Maurice Cheeks, Andrew Toney, Bobby Jones, these are names you kids would never know in today's era. These guys are great legends I'm mentioning. And here it is, this 19-year-old kid leading his Laker team to victory. And a lot of people forget Jamal Wilkes had 37 that game. But it just shows you how great of a leader Magic was. You know why? Because then he went back in 82 and beat that Philly team again. People got to understand, Magic Johnson went to the NBA Finals eight times in one decade. And won five of them. Six nine point guard, just leading the way. Leading the league in assists many a years. Triple doubles. Magic Johnson did everything. Just unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to really see him continue as his prime because of his situation. And it's sad to me to this day because we all know how good Magic Johnson really was. And I think sometimes it's unfair when we mention a GOAT, we never bring his name up as one of the GOATs. Magic Johnson's by far the greatest point guard to ever play his position. And that's not knocking Oscar, Oscar Robinson, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas. That's not knocking all them because they were all great players too at their position. But this guy was just a freak of nature at his position. And we would never see another one like him. Next player, Bill Russell. 
there's some people out there old school. Old school in their 70s and their 80s. Still rocking and rolling. Saying Bill Russell was the greatest ever. I can't really speak on much because I wasn't here when Bill Russell was playing. But I've seen footage. I know what some of his accomplishments were. I know he won eight championships in a row. And I know he did it with a great team, but you also a great team, got to have a great leader. And that guy was the leader on both sides of the floor. <laughs> Bill Russell is a walking champion. This guy won 11 NBA finals. And one time, eight in a row. Can you imagine that? Will Chamberlain is un... I mean... Bill Russell was just unbelievable. You know, from what I've seen. Especially at his height. He wasn't a seven-foot center. He was probably 6'8", 6'9", from what I hear. He won three straight national championships at the University of San Francisco. There's a lot of people still in the state of Massachusetts considering him the greatest player of all time. Bill Russell was a monster in his era. He sent the Lakers home <laughs> many a years. <laughs> Ask Jerry West. I think Jerry West is more pissed than anything, especially as many as times he made it to the finals and ended up running to the Celtics, losing to them. And that's not taking nothing away from Jerry West. But Bill Russell was the man in that era. You had Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. You had a few players in that era. But Will Chamberlain, at the end of the day, he was the champion. And in some people, like I said, he could be mentioned as the GOAT, too. Next player, speaking of Jerry West, I can say Jerry West. The symbol of the league from West Virginia. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the state of West Virginia considering him the GOAT. I mean, come on, this guy is the, the symbol in your jersey. That's Jerry West, Mr. Clutch. Arguably one of the best two guards that ever played a game of basketball. So unfortunately, all the times he went to the finals, he only got one. That was in 72 with Will Chamberlain. The year Elgin retired. But they big two was Elgin and um Elgin and Jerry before they traded for Will. They always went against that Boston team and just couldn't do it. But Jerry West was a monster. Nice mid-range game. Defense was average. But he was a great scorer. Could you consider him the GOAT? Yeah, you can. Some people probably still do in the state of West Virginia. I mean, you don't get to be the symbol of the league for nothing. Terry West was a great player. A great player. There's some people also out there may consider Shaquille O'Neal as the GOAT. Shaquille O'Neal was a monster. To be that big and that fast and can dribble the ball the way Shaq did... Shaq was a monster, and I tell people to this day, if Shaq could shoot at least 70% from the foul line, he'd easily average 45 to 50 points a game. That's just how dominant he was. There's not one player that can guard Shaq one-on-one. -on -one. And that's not taking nothing away from the centers he went against. He was just bigger and stronger than them, and he played against some good centers. And I can name a few, Kim Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing is probably one of the most underrated centers that no one gives credit to, but he was a solid NBA vet, had a solid career, probably one of the best centers of all time, I think. Shaq used to go up against him. 
He had to go against David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Shaq went against some great players, and Shaq destroyed them. None of them can guard Shaq without help or fouling. There's a lot of times Shaq will get hammered but never get the foul. Shaq used to get beat up more than any player in the NBA, but always played through it. Out of all the centers that played this game, Shaquille O'Neal can play for me any day. He would be my top selection. That's, and that's not taking nothing from the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain. They all were great. But if I want somebody to roll with me, I'm running with Shaq. Because I know at the end of the day, he going to bring it. He going to bring it no matter what. And I cannot believe in his whole career, he only won one MVP as well. I think Shaq and Kobe got robbed in the NBA. And I'm not taking nothing away from Steve Nash, but I don't think Steve Nash should have won back-to-back MVPs. That's just my opinion. I think that year Dirk Nowinski won MVP. That was Kobe's. That's just my opinion. For some reason, the NBA just would not allow those two to win more than one MVP. And I understand that. Shaquille O'Neal should have won at least three or four MVPs in the league because that's how dominant he really was. But you know, I'm not the commissioner at the time. I'm not the one voting. But I did witness how great Shaq was. Shaq was unbelievable. He's gonna always be one of the best to ever play. Being top four in the Mount Rushmore, I don't know. Some people I as he is, some people he isn't, I don't know. But Shaq is a dominant force that can play for me any day. But then I get back to this ghost situation, and those are just a few players that I can name from the top of my head, but it's just so many great players played in this league, and I feel like when you labelize two players only as being the GOAT, I, I feel like you take a lot of the credibility from other players that were great. And there's a lot of people in the world that, that can consider some of these players as the GOAT as well. I mean, I've seen so many great players come in the NBA. I've seen so many great players leave the NBA. I'm a 70s baby. And I started watching basketball probably in 1979. So I've seen that generation leave from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010. I'm very blessed that I was able to see these generations. And I've seen a lot of great players. And it's just really hard for me to sit here and determine who's the best of all time. Because, I mean, there's just so many great players that played in this league. I mean, there's, there's great players in the 60s that that we never seen in my generation. I mean, I've never seen Elgin Baylor play. I've never seen Jerry West. I would have loved to see Sam Jones play. I would love to see Havlicek play. You know, I've never seen them players play, but these are the players that some people consider the GOAT. You know, in the 50s, George Mikan, I would have never known. He was the GOAT of the 50s. I think it's fair that you can name the GOAT in each position, yeah. I think that's fair. As far as being the best out of all the basketball players that played in the league, I think that's unfair. That's just my opinion. I mean, there's been a lot of great players came in the league, like the 80s. That generation has so many great players. It's hard to determine who was the GOAT in the, in the whole 80s. But Magic Johnson was always on top. Larry Bird was two. You had Kevin McHale that era. You had Dennis Johnson. You had Walter Davis. Alvin Adams. Dominique Wilkins, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon, Ralph Sampson. You had Daryl Griffin, Ricky Green, 
Michael Ray Richardson, Bernard King, Albert King, Buck Williams, Otis Birdsong, Andrew Tony, Bobby Jones, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Gerald Henderson, Danny Ainge, Doc Rivers, Spud Webb, Cliff Livingston, Xavier McDaniel, Tom Chambers, Mark Jackson, Mark Aguirre, Rolando Blackman, Derek Harper, Brad Davis, Roy Tarpley. I mean, you had so many great players, man. Gus Williams, Downtown Freddie Brown, World Be Free. You had a young David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller. I mean, the list just goes on, man. I mean, there's so many great players that's played in the NBA. It's just really hard for me to sit here and, and, and tell you guys who the GOAT is. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in on the Daily Podcast. This show hosts from the West Coast, Mike Stone. Everybody, please hit that follow button on Spotify and please download that Anchor app on your phone. But yeah, it's really hard for you to determine who's the GOAT. I mean, I can go on with this. Like, I can say John Stockton. I can say Dr. J at one time. But are they the GOAT? No. But in some other fans' mind, they are. That's why this this what makes this argument fun, because this argument would never be solved. Every year, there's new generations coming in. We never thought we would see a player like LeBron James. We never thought we would see players like Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. Even some players I didn't even mention, like they were great. Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. I mean, these are these are players in today's era that people may think is the GOAT later down the road. Look at Russell Westbrook, average triple-doubles three years in a row. Kevin Durant, one of the most deadly shooters in the game. Steph Curry done changed the point guard position, coming down shooting from 30. Klay Thompson. How many two guards you know in the NBA had a smoother jump shot than his? Anthony Davis. How many bigs you know have the, the skill set that he has? Kyrie Irving. Who can handle the ball like him and, and make tough shots the way he do with both hands? I mean, this, this, this discussion is going to go on forever. Every generation. I mean, look who came in the league. Look at the kid now from Memphis, John Morat. He's about to change the point guard position to the point where he's going to attract big names that want to come play with him. Lonzo Ball, special point guard. No one really gave credibility for it because they didn't realize his injuries. He was injured. He wasn't healthy. A lot of pressure coming to the Lakers. We want you to win right away. That's not going to happen. But as fans, people don't understand that. They thought he was going to come to UCLA and be the next Magic Johnson. You know how big it is to fill those shoes? It's not easy. We All we can do is sit here and judge, but in reality, we really don't know how tough it is. You know how tough it is to replace someone like Magic Johnson and be compared to someone like that? Give the kid a shot. I just think the Lakers weren't patient enough with him. But he's, he's doing better in New Orleans. Now we're getting to see how he plays because he's healthy. You know, there's a lot of players. Like, some people are going to go later down the road and say, Luka's the greatest ever. 
He's having an unbelievable second season. Leading the league in triple-doubles, second in the, in the NBA in all-star voting. Who would have ever thought him coming in the league last year to be the player he is this year? You got players like Trey Young in the league right now. I mean, this is why this GOAT situation can never be solved. Because we're always going to see talent come in. We're going to always see talent leave. I mean, I can name more players down the road that used to be great. The name when they were in the NBA. Chris Webber. Tim Duncan. You know, in the early 80s, George Gervin, the Iceman. Another great player that no one talks about. David Thompson, a.k.a. the Skywalker. No one knows that about him. Alex English. Kiki Vandaway. I mean, these are players. Clyde Drexler, who was probably arguably one of the best two guards ever played, but he was always overshadowed by Jordan. And he played in the Western Conference where Magic Johnson dominated. But Clyde Drexler would get his. He never stepped down from nobody. He's another one. Joe Dumars is another two guard that no one talks about as being one of the greatest. Joe Dumars helped Isaiah lead that Detroit team to back-to-back championships. People don't consider Dennis Robin as one of the greatest. I don't know why. He's probably arguably one of the greatest rebounds this game has ever even seen. But people go with his mindset on taking that away from him. You can't take what he did off the court and compare it to what he did on the court. You got to keep what he did on the court part of this discussion. Dennis Robin wasn't scared to guard anybody, and he would get up there and rebound for him. There's some people, believe it or not, consider Dennis Robin as the best ever. You never know. We all don't think alike. We all not going to agree with everything. We all know what reality is. You know, we all know. We I read some of the comments on Facebook when I, when I see how negative people talk about other players. You know, you're going to get that. Like people right now probably think I'm a clown on what I'm talking about right now, but that's okay. But the thing is, this GOAT situation and conversation will never end. We're going to always argue about who's the greatest player ever. And I said it once and I said it again. This is what makes it so entertaining. Because this argument will never get solved. And people don't realize that. And they're never going to realize that. You can't sit here and say LeBron James and Michael Jordan are the greatest players ever. You can't say that. And that's keeping it 100 but no matter what, people go always say what they want to say. And you're entitled to that. Don't get me wrong. You're entitled to that. But it's, this is my opinion. This is what I'm going by. And like I said, you can either agree with it or disagree with it. That's what makes it better. Message me. Let's talk about it. Anybody want to come sip some, pour them some, come hang out with me. We can talk about basketball all day. We can even go by the pool and talk about it. Let's have fun with this podcast, people. This is why I'm doing it. I'm not trying to do a podcast and sound boring and be like everybody else. I want to have fun with this. But I need you guys to follow me on this journey. And help me make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that follow button on Spotify. Follow me on the Daily Podcast. Your host from the West Coast, Mike Stone. Download that Anchor app. We can have this discussion repeatedly. Like one of my discussions I want to talk about on my podcast, I want to talk about what generation y'all think was better. That should be entertaining. 
Also, I want to talk about the WNBA on how unfair they're being treated for salaries. I think there's some players that played in the WNBA now and that played in the past that should have been making at least two or three million dollars a season. I compare the NBA salary to the WNBA and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I think female basketball players, they work just as hard as the males. I think maybe what it is, I think the commissioner of WNBA, I don't think her voice is strong enough. Or maybe the marketing is not good. I don't know. Who am I? I'm just a human being with an opinion. I think they need to put more expansion teams out there. Because there's a lot of talent in college basketball that are females. They play really good. There's a lot of talent. I think there's a lot of shoe endorsements that she need to start making deals for these girls because there's a lot of young girls that want to play this game. I know. I coach co-ed. I know. There's a lot of things in the NBA that they should be doing for the WNBA. This league has been around over 20 years. It's time to improve it even more. Get these girls some money, man. You shouldn't have to send them overseas just to make more money. They get treated better overseas than they do from the United States, and they're, and they're from the United States. That's unbelievable. I mean, these are things that need to be discussed. But we'll get more into that as, as the podcast rolls on. But right now, we're back to that discussion on who's the GOAT. So my question to the listeners, message me. Who is the GOAT? Who is the GOAT? No negative feedback. Keep the negative feedback to yourself. But if you want to discuss who the GOAT is, reach out. Who's the GOAT? Does anybody know? I don't think nobody knows who the GOAT is. Because there is no GOAT. Chris Ferber said it best. You can't determine who the GOAT is because none of these players will play against each other. You can always go by the position. And he made a good point because he's right. There's so many great players that came in this league and there's so many great players that left this league and there's so many great players continuing to come into this league for you to have that discussion. But you're never going to win that argument. We can go to the barbershop, like I said earlier. Let's go to the barbershop right now and have that discussion. I guarantee you six hours will pass by before you blink. And you still ain't found out who the GOAT is. <laughs> Woo! It's very entertaining, though. It's, it's very entertaining. I mean, it's like that in every sport. You can't name who the GOAT is. Like we have that discussion about football, the NFL. Some people say Joe Montana is a GOAT. Some people say Tom Brady. Some people say Lawrence Taylor. Some people say Randy Moss. Some people say Deion Sanders. Some people say Dick Buckus. Some people say Terry Bradshaw. Some people say Jim Brown. Some people say Gail Sayers would have been the best ever. He wouldn't have got hurt. Some people say Barry Sanders would have been the best ever if he wouldn't have retired early. And you always have that debate. It's never going to end. Baseball the same way. You got people out there that say Babe Ruth was the best ever. Ty Cobb. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Hank Aaron. Willie Mays. Barry Bonds. Today's generation, Mike Trout. I mean, you're going to always hear this debate. 
It's never going to stop. Even in boxing, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Same thing in the WNBA, Cheryl Miller. Even though she didn't play in the WNBA, but she's always been one of the considered the best of all time in the female basketball. You're going to say Diana Tariasi, Lisa Leslie, Sue Bird, Becky Hammond, Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper, Tina Thompson. Just like that in golf. Greg Norman, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, female tennis, Serena Williams, Martina Navratilova, Chris Everett, Billie Jean King, The Male, Pete Sanford, Roger Federer, Jimmy Connors. You know, these are these are these discussions are gonna be forever. We're never gonna know who the GOAT is, no matter how much we talk about this. But like I said once and I say it again, it just makes the sport entertaining, though. For everyone to discuss this. You can say the same thing in hockey. Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mark Messier, Goldie Howe, Patrick Roy. Same thing about soccer, Pele, um, Leo Messi, David Beckham, Ronaldo. And the list just continues. You know, it's it's just unbelievable. We can't sit here and determine who the GOAT is. <laughs> and I'm being honest. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Every Saturday, basketball is the topic. And we try to talk about different things. Next week, we don't know yet, but probably get in what was the best generation. I'll probably talk about the first half of this year's NBA season because it's very interesting. Very interesting. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much again for joining on the Daily Podcast. This is your host from the West Coast, Mike Stone. Hit that follow button on Spotify and download that Anchor app. Thank you, everybody. Peace.